This is one of those Gospels that I think um, teach us a lesson. And as I reflect on it, poor Thomas, you know, he's always the one, the doubter, the doubter, the doubter, the doubter, the doubter. And I'm going to tell you this story because I think this will give you a, a better understanding. But first, Thomas was the doubter. But does anybody have any idea what he did after he doubted? He walked, okay? He walked to India, okay? He got to India before anybody else got to their destination. He was the first apostle to establish a church outside of the apostles, okay? They had Christianity in India before it was in Italy, Germany, Spain, France, all what were the big, powerful countries. It first came to India. And so if you say to anybody in India, well, who's Thomas? They're going to say, uh, who are you? Okay. So let me tell you, because we all have lessons to learn, and we draw conclusions on things. And so I had an experience in my life that I'm not very proud of, because, you know, sometimes you can be a jerk, even nice people like me. I can be a jerk sometimes if I have to be. Okay. And so when I was in Lafayette, there were six parishes. Only one of us answered our phone at night and during the daytime if there were important things going on. And so it was First Communion Sunday, and we get a call. And this person says, we need a priest to come and anoint our mother, but we do not go to your parish. And I said, oh, what parish do you go to? So she told me, and I said, it's okay. Don't worry. We have First Communion. I cannot be there within the next hour, but I can be there in about an hour and a half to two hours. And she said, it's fine. She's not going to die right now, but they think she's going to die today. I said, okay, I will be there. Give me your address. She gave it to me. She lived all the way in West Lafayette. Of course, she couldn't be around the corner from me, you know? And so we get through First Communion. I'm posing for all the pictures, smiling. We're having a good time. And then I got in my car, and I was kind of ticked off because I thought, this is great. I'm missing all the first parts of the communion parties. I love First Communion parties. And um, what, there's great food, you can pour gorge out, you don't have to pay a dime for it. It's a wonderful place to be. <clears throat> so that being said, I get to this apartment complex, and I ring the doorbell, and this woman comes, she's from Africa, and she bows her head, and she says, welcome to our home. And I said, is this where her mother's name is? And she laughed, and she said, don't use that name in front of my mother. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. And she said, no, that's her name. That's her name on her passport and on her driver's license. She hasn't been called that since she was like four or five years of age. And I said, what did they call her? And she said, her name is Martin. And I said, Martin. And she said, let me tell you something, Father. She said, when my mother was a little child, the Irish missionaries came to our village and stayed with us for an entire year. And at the end of that year, the Irish missionaries left. But before they left, they said, another minister will come in here, another Irish uh, man will come in, a priest, and he will give you the sacraments for the next several years. 
and then we're going to work at getting our own priest. And so what had happened was at the end of the year they were there, 5,000 people from the village lined up and were given new names and were baptized in the river. And she said, from that day on, my mother never went by anything but the name the priest had given her because it was a name from God for her. And I said, wow, wow. Now, in the meantime, two other young men come out of the um, kitchen, and they see me, and they say, oh, Father. And they bow their heads. Nobody here ever bows their head for me. I like them three times as much as I like you because we got it three times we got bowed to, okay? So it, it was a beautiful, beautiful experience of different, of different tribes coming together and different, conference, different um, traditions coming together. But we all went up to the bedroom where the mother was laying. Now she had cancer and they had amputated her leg right at the knee where her cancer was. And when she got to the United States, they discovered that it had already spread up her leg. And by the time they did surgery, it was through her entire body. And they said, we know she's dying. We know she's going to heaven. But we brought her here for one last chance. And we don't have any chances now. So we are ready to give our mother back to God. And I'm sitting here thinking, you people are putting me to shame. I mean, literally, you know. And so... We all knelt around a mattress that was on the floor because they didn't want her to roll out you know, of a bed. And we all laid hands on her. All of the kids reached out and put their hands on her, arms, her leg, anything they could touch. They had their hands. And we sat there and we prayed and we prayed and we prayed. And then the lady said, now, Father, we are ready for you to anoint her. And so I anointed her. Obviously, she was not able to take communion. And we prayed again, and they said, thank you. And we stood up, and we went downstairs, and they said, Father, can we do anything for you? We'd like to give you a gift or something. And I said, your mother in your presence was gift enough for me. Okay? But here's the challenge of the whole thing. You know, the whole day ended up being absolutely glorious. I made it. I was one of the first people at the first communion dinner, you know, and I ate like a pig. And it was a glorious day. We sometimes have to give people a little bit more than we want to give in life. But in the long run, I promise you, the more you give, the more you're going to get back. Why? Because it's all about God's grace. And God's grace flows freely when we are loving, kind, and merciful. So on this Mercy Sunday... Let us give thanks for the time when things are a little inconvenient for us, and yet we can still see Christ in our day.